Copycat, let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Oh, hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Hey, there's all kinds of new books out uh, today. A new book out about General Milley that we heard about last week. There's also a new book out about, this is weird, Hunter Biden had a laptop, and apparently this new book uh, says, you know, we've been looking into it, and apparently there is something to this laptop. It does have some documents that we've now verified to be authentic. Really? We'll talk about that in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Mortgage rates are still hovering at historic lows. You could probably just go about anywhere to save money with mortgage or refinancing or debt consolidations, but that doesn't mean you should. American Financing. They work for you. They're not in it for the quick buck. They are not in it for themselves. They are in it for a fair thing for them and the right thing for you. It's American Financing. It's a it's a company that, you know, was a mom and pop company years ago. Uh, still family, you know, owned, operated, has the same same family values that they've always had. And they operate from coast to coast now. Uh, and they still are the same people. It's nice. American Financing. Their goal is to find every possible way to help you save hundreds, if not a thousand dollars a month, every single month. Call them right now. American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. If you are like me and you are worried about the economy and what is coming next, you do not want to miss tomorrow night's broadcast. Tomorrow night on blazetv.com uh, slash Glenn, you will see the impending financial collapse. Uh, you will see exactly what is coming our way. And I feel an urgent need to share these things with you because it's in five different categories. That'll be tomorrow night only on blazetv.com slash Beck. In the meantime, just get your finances in order with AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right, so let's look at this new book that is coming out. Apparently, now I'm a little skeptical, Stu, because I know that anybody who talked about this was deemed a conspiracy theorist and just trying to hurt our beloved leader, Joe Biden. Yeah, when banned from social media, mm-hmm. I know they did manage to ban uh, the nation's oldest newspaper Yeah, from social media for this particular right, story. Right, right. Because, you know, it was misleading. It was, uh, there's no evidence of it at all. And thankfully, yeah, another they were Russian, another Russian trope. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. You're right. Well, this is, I don't know what to make of this. Ben Schreckender's book, The Bidens Inside the First Family's 50 Years, 50 Year Rise to Power, is out today. Finds evidence uh, that some of the purported Hunter Biden laptop material is genuine. Now, Inc- wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
this can't be true. Um, I bet Ben doesn't even exist because I would see this a sitting president. Yeah. Uh, whose son. I mean, I'm assuming that these say mm-hmm. that it was money laundering. Oh. And ex- well, go ahead. Yeah. Let me, let me tell you what it says. Uh, two emails uh, at the center of last October's controversy. A person who had independent access to Hunter Biden's emails confirmed he did receive a 2015 email from a Ukrainian businessman thanking him for a chance to meet Joe Biden. The same goes for a 2017 email in which a proposed equity breakdown of a venture with Chinese energy executives includes the line, quote, 10 held by H for the big guy. Emails Hmm. released by a Swedish government agency also match emails in the leaked cash. And two people who corresponded with Hunter Biden confirmed emails from the cash were genuine. Now, Glenn, I want to make sure you understand here. And this is in the, uh, it's from Playbook, by the way, uh, who's Uh breaking this. uh Uh, While the leak contains genuine files, it remains possible that fake material has been slipped in. I mean, how many times Uh, has that happened to you? Happens all the time. All the time. All All the time. time. All the time. Um, Now, of course, you remember Tony Bobulinski? Remember that name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was, of course... The guy who said, yeah, no, this, these emails are real. I'm, I'm on them. I'm mm-hmm. CC'd on them. They're real. No one will report that outside basically of Fox and conservative media. Um, but uh, he, that was the email he was talking about. 10 held by H. And he was the guy mm-hmm. who said, uh, yeah, that's uh, Joe Biden. Yeah. Yeah, that's Joe Biden. Allow me to mention HunterBidenLaptopCase.com. Uh, but other than that, I would point out that you have a situation in which the media, so, social media, and forces powerful forces within the government and and uh, campaign sources colluded to throw off the internet the nation's oldest newspaper mm-hmm. along with god only knows how many people just reporting a true story that we now know is well, true we, and we're going to know a lot more about it soon we know that we were throttled we know that we paid a price mm-hmm. for reporting all of it uh, we were smeared we were called conspiracy theorists um, we had our traffic turned down. Uh, it's interesting. It's really interesting. It's a, another thing that uh, it goes right with this. Um, insider.com, dateline September 14th. Genealogist says there's evidence Joe Biden's 19th century ancestors owned three, three slaves. Washington Examiner. Genealogist finds evidence showing Joe Biden's ancestors owned slaves, September 14th, 2021. New York Post, genealogist finds evidence of Biden's ancestors owning slaves. Mm. Uh, Thehill.com, September 14th, 2021. Biden ancestors owns enslaved people, genea- uh, genealogist says. Dailymail.com, Joe Biden's great-great-great-grandfather owned two slaves in Maryland and another enslaved uh, 14-year-old boy, new book reveals. Independent.com, I could go on. I could go on. Mm-hmm. Um, they all reported that September 14th, 2021. Now, here's what's weird. Really, really weird. Uh, Glenbeck.com exclusive proof that Joe Biden's family owns slaves. October 12th, 2020. Glenbeck.com. We reveal Joe Biden's slave owning history. Mm. But will the left cancel him? October 12, 2020. Here's proof Joe Biden's family owns slaves. October 12, 2020. Glenn Beck. Uh, PolitiFact. No evidence on Joe Biden's great-great-grandfather was Confederate soldier enslaved people. June 26, 
2020. Wait, wait, the, hmm? the PolitiFact, the fact-checking organization? Yeah, 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 there's no evidence. Uh, USA Today, fact-check. Joe Biden's great-great-grandfather did not own slaves, fight for Confederacy. That's USA Today, June 29th, 2020. Hmm. Our rating, false. We rate this claim as false because it was not supported by our research. Uh, Snopes, did Joe Biden's great-great-great-great-grandfather own a slave? August 24, 2020, rating unproven. We had all the documents in October, all of the documents. We fought all of, we fought Snopes, we fought USA Today, we fought PolitiFact. We fought all of them. We were downgraded, we were penalized for doing it. They smeared me, they smeared my reputation. They called me basically a liar. And gee, now they're all, a year later, they're all reporting it. And in fact, let me give you the mm. last line. This is interesting. This is the last line from Politico. Okay, their article showing all the evidence that we showed. And they, by the way, don't say that. I believe we paid the genealogist to do it. I think, didn't we? I think we paid the genealogist to look into it. Um, so uh, here's what, uh, and they don't you know, mention any of that. In the end, Biden's ancestry did not become part of the raging inferno, inferno of an election year uh, fought over race and American history. Okay, listen, listen. In the end, Biden's ancestry didn't become part of the raging inferno of an election year fight over race and American history. I wonder why. Well, it, um, let me answer that. It could be because Biden has subtly managed the public perception of his background in a way that maximized his appeal while deflecting uncomfortable scrutiny. Or it could just be the luck of the Irish. Or I, may I just point out, or it could be uh, rags like you not actually doing your work, having political agendas, uh, dismissing people that uh, you don't like because they don't fit in your agenda and your worldview. That's probably what it is. I'm thinking that Biden wasn't scrutinized until, oh, well, this is weird. Until this month of this year when his ratings are going down and he's proving to be a monster. Huh. Now you decide to report it. Isn't that weird? It, you know, it is weird, Glenn. <laughs> Uh, but you have to really put yourself in the mindset of the media as the 2020 election comes into play. They learned a lesson in 2016. Mm -hmm. If you give oxygen to a scandal on the Democratic side, even if you spend all your time trying to explain it away, people hear that and they judge your excuses and they say, that doesn't seem like it's legitimate. Wait, what do you mean she bleached her laptop emails? That's, what are you talking about? These are, these aren't even, these words don't even go together, right? People heard Hillary Clinton's email uh, scandal and they said, this fits with what I know about her. She's acting very strangely about it. What do you mean she deleted 33,000 yoga emails? What are you talking about? None of it seemed real. So, the lesson, and I know this is impossible for a conservative audience and a conservative group of people to understand, but the media looks at the 2016 election and they partially blamed themselves for it because they allowed the Hillary Clinton email uh, story to be talked about at all. Mm -hmm. So when 2020 came up, they, they, and they, there are tweets all over the place 
podcast you can listen mm-hmm. to where they will discuss, you know, did we give too much oxygen to that Hillary Clinton email story? Oh, yeah. And that may have turned the election around. In 2020, they took all these scandals that popped up right before the election and literally acted as if they didn't exist or punished you for even bringing them up. And that was a totally different strategy. That was different than what they've done in the in the past. In the past, they would try to come up with BS excuses to justify it. And at the end of the day, they wanted to be able to say, well, look, we did report on it. You might not like our reporting, but we talked about it. They they, they said Donald Trump is too much of a problem. They no, can't, NPR they, they can't came it. out and said, we're not going to give yeah. any any airtime. Oh, to a conspiracy theory there's no there's no there's nothing behind this bullcrap bullcrap there absolutely was something behind it but here's what's more important to me the past is past what are they going to do to correct it now they still won't report this when this really comes out and it's going to come out with peter schweitzer in january when this really comes out along with all of the documents and the whole thing He's had months and months and months with the laptop. He has the mm-hmm, actual laptop mm-hmm. and a whole team of researchers going on it. And we should point out, not just the laptop, also multiple other email accounts that were not on the original laptop. I mean, Peter is basically the best forensic investigator for this type of thing really that is. exists. And he has all of this stuff. I can't even imagine what he's going to be able to find. So when this comes out and we know that it's real, what will the press do again? Will they ignore it? Which is basically doubling down on their lie about this laptop. Mm. I think if Biden's ratings are low enough, they just might run it. But unless he's a total lame duck, they're not going to do anything. And they will do it again and again and again. This time, they'll ignore it. And without saying anything, they'll just change the algorithms. You reminded me of this. And I went back and dug it up. The NPR tweet about the Hunter Biden story. This is October 22nd, 2020, just days before the election. Why haven't you seen any stories from NPR about the New York Post's Hunter Biden story? We don't want to waste our time on stories that are not really stories. And we don't want to waste the listeners and readers time on stories that are just pure distractions. Now, we now have information that Hunter Biden was using his dad's position to help further business deals. We now know that 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 email was correct. The email about money, money changing hands. Now, that deal, the particular deal reported there didn't go through. But we know that that deal, part of it was holding money for Joe Biden. Joe Biden, not Hunter Biden. We keep calling it Hunter. I mean, Hunter Biden's laptop case.com. But I will say Joe Biden is a massive part of this story. These it is about Joe Biden. It is is about taking money from foreign countries for favors. It is it. The guy has taken money from China. This is treason. Okay, this is treason. When you are taking bribes from our enemies, you are taking bribes to influence anything, anything, one way or another. You're taking money under the table from foreign entities. That's treason. And it would explain an awful lot of stuff that is going on, especially with China. 
So, Certainly incredibly corrupt. Oh, my gosh. Incredibly oh my gosh. corrupt. And remember, it's not just Hunter. It's not just Joe. It's Joe's brother. This is a family business in every sense of the word. Absolutely. He is going to go down as the most corrupt president of all time. We told you Come and on, we man. warned you. <laughs> Sorry. We warned you about it. Um, but uh, you knew. But because of the press... And the way they have destroyed anyone who disagrees with the press or the administration or the Democrats, uh, they've destroyed our reputation. Uh, nobody listens. But we have to find new ways to approach our old friends. Rough Greens is our sponsor this half hour. Molly lives in uh, Idaho. She writes in about her dog, Darby. Her experience with Rough Greens, she said, I want to let you know how much I appreciate Rough Greens. Our dog, Darby, a very large 11-year-old German Shepherd is doing much better since we've been supplementing her diet with rough greens. Her skin issues have cleared up. She seems perkier and less lethargic. She is on joint supplements, but her joints actually seem to bother her a lot less ever since she started taking rough greens. Thank you so much for letting me know about this product. Boy, this kills me, Molly. I'm so happy for you. An 11 year old German Shepherd is getting up in age. And especially if they're having the joint pains and the hip pains, it's so hard to watch them. Molly, you are welcome. I am glad that you tried Rough Greens. It sounds like Molly's doing really, uh, not, not Molly, that's you. Darby is doing really, really well. Rough Greens is a supplement that you sprinkle on your dog's food, full of vitamins, minerals, and all the other stuff that makes your dog healthy and happy. See if you can find Molly and Darby's experience to be true in your life. Get a free bag of Rough Greens just for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash back. That's roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Call them today. 10 seconds, station ID. Uh, did you see that uh, the Biden administration is not backing down on uh, not giving COVID money to farmers that are white? Uh, you know, they had an injunction. You can't do that. That's wrong. That's racist. So they went back uh, and they didn't go to a higher court. They went to a lower court and they started filing uh, lawsuits all over the country saying this is wasteful. This has to be happening because these people are really suffering. And the lower courts are are giving Biden the the uh, ability to give that money to black people only. No matter if they have an injunction or not, they just got, they just went around it. Mm. These people are absolutely evil, just evil. I mean, I, I don't know how else to explain what's going on. They don't care about law and order. They don't care about what's right and wrong. They don't care about the Constitution. All they care about is having their way and they will get it done. And it is it, it is it's remarkable if we don't stand together and vote all of these people out. Uh, and take control of Congress and the Senate, uh, we're, we're in real trouble. We're not going to last another. We won't last the four years. This has been, this has been how long? Nine months? Look how different the country is in nine months, eight months, and they're not, and they haven't even gotten started yet. We talked to uh, Donald Trump earlier today. Uh, he had him on. This is strange. First time ever. We went back and I looked at our records. We've never had him on the program before. 
And I've known him since I was at CNN, uh, but he's never been on the program before. And so we welcomed him today. And it was interesting to hear. We're going to replay that interview coming up in just a couple of minutes. But you don't want to miss Donald Trump because I went over the uh, intro with him. All of the things that have happened in the last eight months. And it's shocking. Shocking. I went through them and it took me about a minute and a half. And uh, Trump said, which I thought was interesting. He said, I'd like that for my people. You mean your campaign people? It is shocking when you hear all of the things that have happened, even just in the last week, all of the things that are happening to our country, and it makes you miss him. That's one thing I took away from this. I really miss him. <laughs> it's funny. The other thing you could take from it is he is funny. He is. You forget he is. that, like, you know, this is a guy who's been in front of people for his entire life. He's an entertaining guy, and they made him out to be just Satan the entire yeah. time he was president. But, like, yeah, that's he's funny. really funny moments. We asked him about uh, General Milley. Pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> pretty funny. <laughs> I don't think General Milley thought it was funny. No, I don't. But, but, uh, but uh, accurate. Others, yes. Accurate and pretty funny. Mm-hmm. So that's coming up next. If you miss any of the program, make sure you get it with your podcast and share the podcast. Rate and review the podcast so the algorithms say, oh, these are real people. They're not robots. Uh, rate and review and uh, and share it with a friend. The podcast available wherever you get your podcasts or you can uh, stream it at any time at glenbeck.com or I'm sorry, blazetv.com slash Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's only a little bit so you don't immediately feel it. So you're not too concerned, but then it shakes a little more. And this time the water in your glass has ripples a little bit you think to yourself do you have seen this movie moments before the giant tyrannosaurus bursts through the trees and charges right for you then you're like huh should have seen that one coming the ground is shaking right now the most dangerous moment in our nation's history lies just beyond where most people can see and there's not much question that it is headed our way are you ready for it the u.s dollar falls Do you have a hedge against the insanity that will follow right behind it? Please, please call Goldline now and just do your homework. See if gold or silver is right for you. 1-866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE. Or go to goldline.com. Do it now. 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Find out how you can be prepared for when that Tyrannosaurus Rex actually stomps on our financial system goldline 866 goldline they're waiting for your call in case you missed the donald trump interview we're going to give you a taste of it here coming up you can also get it on podcast make sure to subscribe rate and review and one more thing uh, hunter biden laptop case.com this is the glenn beck program we're glad you're here earlier today i spoke to Donald Trump, uh, we have an edited version. You want to hear the whole version, just go and listen to it on our podcast. Um, But uh, I spoke to him a little bit about, I started with Afghanistan. Is this, was this your plan? Are they following your plan? No, not even a little bit. And we had a great plan, but it was a very tenuous plan. It was based on many conditions. For instance, you can't kill American soldiers. Mm -hmm. And I dealt with Abdul you know, Abdul Ghani Karaka, Mm -hmm. and I dealt with him and very strongly, and he's the guy that's now the boss, and he was the boss then, 
and a lot of people weren't sure. And I had, you know, numerous conversations. But I said the first absolute first part of the first conversation that Abdul, hopefully we're going to get along. But here's the story. If you kill any Americans or any American soldiers, any, we're going to hit you harder than any country has ever been hit before. And we're starting in your village, but we are going to hit you harder than any country has ever been hit before. I hate to start off a conversation that way. It's not very friendly, but that's okay. I think you understand you've been fighting for your entire life. So what happened, what happened, Glenn, is from that point, for 18 months, I believe it is approximately, not one American soldier was killed. We kept everything that we, and you have to understand, I did want to get out, but I wanted to get out with dignity and I wanted to take our equipment out and, you know, $85 billion. And I wanted to get, I didn't want soldiers killed. I've spoken to numerous of the parents who will only speak to me. They won't speak to Biden because they view what he did as having killed their child. And what he did is just indefensible. He took the military out first and he left all these people. And then we became beggars to get the people out. So I had a plan to get them out very quickly. But first, the Americans would go out. I say, go out. And you had a certain amount of time. If somebody wants to stay, we can't be responsible for them. But not too many people would have stayed. Go out. We were going to keep Bagram open. We were never going to close that because, frankly, Bagram is more about China than it is about Afghanistan. It's practically right on the border of China. It's perfect. And now we've lost that. And you know who's taking it over? China. I I hear China is taking it over. We spent $10 billion to build that base. It's got the longest, most powerful runways in the world. And China is now got its representatives. It looks like they're going to take it over. Glenn, it's not even believable what's happened. The way we got out, you know, they have Apache helicopters. These are really expensive (laughs) weapons. And really, they have 28 of them. And they're brand new. They're the latest model. They have, you know, other, obviously, planes. I I even say this, and you're a man. The reason you're great is because you're such common sense. Okay, it's about most, it's about 90% common sense, let's face it. And why wouldn't they bring pilots in to fly out the planes or the helicopters? Uh, It would have taken an hour. Even if you land them in Pakistan, land them in any country. You got 10 countries you can land them in and get them out of there. So they didn't do that. Let me um, let me talk to you a little bit about Pakistan. Um, General uh, Hamid and um, and the prime minister, Imran uh, Khan, has been remarkable helping us getting Americans out and and people who are Mm -hmm. targeted. They've been truly remarkable. Were the, weren't they part of your plan? Yes. I had a great relationship with Khan. You know, he was a great athlete. He was a great cricket player. He was like the Mickey Mantle of cricket. Okay, I don't know if you know that, but he was a great athlete. I know. I guess, you know, that's how he was famous yeah. in the country, and he became you know, prime minister. And he was a friend of mine, and he appreciated, you know, I wiped out ISIS 100% of the caliphate, which is much tougher than getting out of Afghanistan. And we were getting out of Afghanistan. You know, I took it down from 20,000 down to 2,500 troops or less. And plus, we had some European troops that I insisted be there, because why should we be fighting all this stuff? I mean, another reason Europe wasn't in love with me, but they respected this country. You know, they respected us greatly. Now they don't. 
They're laughing at us like we're fools. No. And we are. the way he got out of Afghanistan was, in my opinion, and your opinion too, I think it was the most embarrassing event in the history of our country. I, you know, it, um, it tells me something about the American soul, that it is still uh, wide awake and still open, because I think people saw that and saw that that was the most dishonorable thing we've ever done. It was dishonorable the way we treated our, our allies for so long. It, leaving people behind, leaving Americans behind, it has never been done, never been done. And now to have the, the Pakistani general and the Pakistani prime minister helping Americans to get out and doing the things that our own federal government should be doing, it's shameful. Right. It's shameful. Well, it's uh, an incredible thing, but maybe more incredible is if you watch the news you see nothing about that catastrophe anymore. You see nothing about I know. the 13 soldiers, the warriors. But, you know, they were brought in because we took everyone out and they, they needed like an emergency. And they brought these young, generally young kids in and they weren't even there. They brought them in. They brought them in on an emergency basis. They got blown up. You know who they never talk about? The people, the our people and people on the other side, 260 people. But... They don't talk about our soldiers whose legs were blown off that are right now sitting in a hospital, maybe listening to your show. Congratulations on your success, by the way. Thank you. you. do great. Really great. But they're, they're sitting in a hospital with no legs, with no arm. They have been badly. Now, we lost 13, but we have numerous really badly injured, as you can imagine, soldiers in the hospital right now. Nobody even mentions that. But what's incredible is the news doesn't mention anything about this anymore. In fact, he's going to make a speech today. He's going to talk about he got out of Afghanistan. Now, if you get out of Afghanistan, a lot of people like that. And, and mm -hmm. you know, people have different views on it. But, you know, you get out. But you leave with great dignity. You leave with your weapons. I always knew that government was a fake government. We will give you another fake. And Ghani was, you know, he was uh, seen leaving with loads of cash. He had to leave some of it on the runway because it didn't fit into his helicopter and his plane. So he left tremendous amounts of cash on the runway, which nobody talks about. And I would criticize him for years. I used to criticize him because I heard certain things and I believe they were true. And now he turned out to be true. And the soldiers you know, they're great fighters, but they were fighting for a paycheck. They were among the highest paid soldiers, the Afghans, because we were paying six billion dollars to the soldiers to fight. So they weren't really fight. They were getting a paycheck. That's why it collapsed so fast. And I always said, as soon as we leave within minutes, that thing is going to collapse or before. And I said, Ghani will be out right before us. Ghani had a lot of political power in the United States with the politicians. That's the only thing kept him in office. Mm. But so I knew that. So therefore, I want to take back the equipment because they're not going to use it because they're going to leave. And that's what happened. They left. We could have had the soldiers saved, our people out, everything beautiful. And we could have been out in the same period of time. It's really, you know, you're not talking about a different period of time or much of a different. Maybe you take an extra couple of months, but you're talking about we would have been out. I would have started. In fact, I had a May 1st date, but they didn't meet the the conditions. So we knocked the hell out of it. We bombed them. They were never going anywhere near me, never anywhere near me. And he understood. Remember, 
they would never, no country would ever have been hit so hard as what they, if they killed Americans. Right. And think of it in Chicago, that a thousand people, they, 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 what's happening in Chicago is so bad with these Democrats and New York is having a tremendous problem with crime, the well, crime. Let me, let in me, Afghanistan, it, we didn't lose one soldier. Can I ask you quickly, the book is out uh, today about General Milley. Uh, the, the failure from Lloyd Austin and general Milley is historic, but now we find out also that general Milley, uh, possibly was undermining you with China while you were, you were president. You said, and I thought it was very gracious of you to say, I don't believe it. I'll believe it when I see it. Do you believe it yet? So I learned early on that he was a dope. I learned that when we walked to the church that was smoldering from the rioters, you know, that's what they yeah, were, anarchists right. that tried to burn it down, that they tried to say were wonderful, just, you know, protesters, friendly protesters. As I'm walking, you see flame, you see smoke. I mean, literally the day, a day or two before they burned, they tried to burn down the church, which was built along with the White House. I mean, right. at the same time, very, very important institution, everything. And it's a church. So they didn't quite make it, but it was minutes from burning down. All right. And Millie walked with me and I walked with numerous people. But Millie, the next day I saw him apologizing. From the day he apologized, they essentially had nothing to do with him because they said, this guy's a dope. All he had to do is say, uh, it's my great honor to walk with the president or the presidency. Talk about not me. Talk about the presidency. And there were other things. He made a statement to me, and I guarantee you that's what happened to Biden. He said to me, because I said, we're getting out of Afghanistan. We have to do it. Bah, bah, bah. I said, I want every nail. I want every screw. I want every bolt. I want every plane. I want every tank. But I want it down to the nail screws, bolts. I want the tents. You know, those big, beautiful tents that house the planes. I never saw tents as great as that. They're like hangers. I said, I want all of them deconstructed. I want them. I want every single thing. And he said, sir, it's cheaper to leave it than it is to bring it. I said, wait a minute, let me ask you a question, because I'm a construction guy, so I understand this stuff better than anybody. I said, let me ask you a question. You think if you have an airplane there, and you're going to leave the airplane instead of putting a tank of gas in, and the airplane might have cost $40 million, $50 million. We got really good stuff, or the Apache helicopters. I said, you mean some brand new, by the way, millions and millions of dollars. So you think it's it's, it's cheaper to leave it where it is, then have a, have 200 pilots fly over and fly all the equipment out. Do you think it's cheaper? Yes, sir. It's cheaper to leave it than it is. I said, I got to tell you, I think you, you got to be nuts. <laughs> I mean, give me a tank of gas and a pilot. And I got a, I got, I just picked up $40 million, a $40 million airplane. All right. But he was strong. He just, it was amazing. So I learned early that this guy's a dope. But what he did do is he hurt our country and he hurt us on trade because I was making trade deals. He hurt our country and he shouldn't have been allowed to do it. And bad things should happen to him. Mr. President, it is a privilege to have you on. Uh, You could stay for more. I know you have a busy schedule, uh, but we'd like to have you back on again. Thank you so much, President Donald Trump. Hey, if you're trying to sell or buy a home right now, probably both, God bless you. The current housing market is kind of like running across eight lanes of fast traffic wearing a blindfold right now. 
Not that real estate buying and selling is ever a cakewalk, but right now it's especially difficult and you need somebody who really knows what they're doing if they're going to represent you. Realestateagentsitrust.com is a business of mine. I started it as a free service to you years ago to help you hook up with the best real estate agent in your area and the area you're moving to. We carefully monitor our agents' progress. We make sure that they really are the best in the business. And if you're going through the buying and selling process, what you need most is somebody that has a real team, a person that can lead that team and a person who knows how to attract the customers. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Don't take my word for it. Interview today. Find out yourself. Interview a real estate agent that we think are the best in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Is somebody asking the foreign nationals who are walking into Del Rio, Texas and setting up camps on this side of the border for proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test? Well, first of all, I can re, re, I can readdress for you or re-talk re you through what that steps the, we that take. That is the policy for people who fly into the country. So if somebody walks into the country right across the river, does somebody ask them to see their vaccination card? Well, let me explain to you again, Peter, how our process works. As individuals, as individuals come across the border, uh, and uh, they are uh, both assessed for whether they have uh, any symptoms. If they have symptoms, they are the intention is for them to be quarantined. That is our process. They're not intending to stay here for a lengthy period of time. I don't think it's but the same here. thing. The it's difference? not the same thing. These are individuals, as we've noted and as we've been discussed, we are expelling individuals based on Title Forty Two specifically because of covid i mean it's just intolerable at this point there's a huge difference of course whether you enter this country by flight or by walking we all know that covid exists only in the upper reaches of the sky and if you walk across a river you can't possibly have it or catch it my understanding is the water in the rio grande is the real cure for covid so that should work out pretty well. I, I just the, the condescending attitude of Saki is in just unbelievable. Let me readdress our policy. Let me re-explain. I'll re-walk you through. Uh, you know, well, let me explain again. Yeah, explain. Please do explain it again. Explain how that makes any sense. When we have countries to our south that are doing nothing about COVID. I mean, they. You know, you think our handling has been bad of this? Look to our south. It's been nonstop unmitigated catastrophe after catastrophe in country after country to our south and the seemingly seemingly the only people we don't care about their covid status about their vaccination status about whether they're following any of the rules are people crossing the border illegally and celebrities well politicians too we saw the mayor of washington dc or excuse me of san francisco washington dc was a previous case of this uh, the mayor of san francisco went to a concert and wasn't wearing a mask and they asked her about it and it's being reported from even conservative sources as ridiculous saying like she's saying well i felt the spirit and i had to get up and dance and that makes it okay i wasn't thinking about my mask which of course is normal for human beings to do but when you impl implement these rules on your populace it becomes a little ridiculous but much crazier than that is the reasoning why she felt the spirit 
And she acted as if it was the most obvious thing in the world because it was the the reunion of the original lineup of Tony, Tony, Tony. That was, <laughs> I, that was legitimately her excuse. I mean, come on. It was the original lineup of Tony, Tony, Tony. It's like, look, we had a couple people rise from the dead. The Beatles reunited. We had to get up and dance. I'm sorry. I mean, it's Tony, 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 everybody. This is the Glenn Beck Program.